Welcome, welcome. This is Cassandra Austin McDonald with the Grow Through It podcast, where I share my personal life experiences and the stories of others who have grown through life's ups and downs and came out on the other side. Listen in as you may become inspired to evolve into the best version of yourself. Welcome back, everyone. On this episode, I wanted to share with you all my journey of being a single mother and getting to a place of having a respectful co-parenting relationship with my son's father. I'm actually driving on the highway right now. I just got off a flight from this co-parenting aspect of our relationship. I'm not going to go into too many details into that, but um, I was just reflecting and I wanted to share my reflections with you all. I got pregnant with my son when I was 19 years old. He'll be 16 in August. And I was a sophomore in college. I had been training really, really hard. I was um, on the track team at the university I was attending, and I was was training really hard. Uh, This was going to be my start season, because I redshirted my freshman year due to healing from injury. And so my sophomore year was supposed to be my breakout year, and I was just really excited about that and then found out that I was pregnant with my son. So, of course, I decided to keep him. And that decision changed my life. And I'm so grateful that I made that decision. Back then, not that I ever regretted having my son. He's the biggest, best blessing I've ever had in my life. Um, But I used to always wonder about all the what ifs you know like what if I went back to track and tried to run where how far could I how far could I have gone with that and it took me a while to adjust and to accept that everything happens for a reason and everything happens as it should and finally get to a place where I could let that part go and fully embrace um, being a mother. So, when I got pregnant with my son, I was dating his dad. We were, I don't know, I guess you could call it college sweethearts. (laughs) Um, And I thought that we were going to get married I thought we were going to build this family after college, and that's not what happened at all. In fact, um, quite the opposite. Shortly after I got my bachelor's degree, I want to say maybe a year after I got my bachelor's degree, um, my son's father told me that he was going to move back to his home state which is clear across the country. He told me this within 24 hours of him leaving. And 
he promised that everything was going to be okay, blase, blase, and somewhere deep down in my heart, I knew that I was going to be a single mom, and I knew that my life was going to forever be changed. Um, Amari was probably, that's my son's name, Amari, he was probably, jeez, uh, maybe two at the time, and just reflecting back and I can just remember that feeling that I had what am I supposed to do what am I going to do and I was scared I was heartbroken I was devastated and that was the start of my downward spiral inwardly although a lot of people always have given me a lot of credit for being a great mom and how well I raised my son and how intelligent he is and how respectful he is and how mannerable he is and all of these great things and attributes. He's just, he is, he's an amazing person and I'm so honored to be his mother. Um, but inside, something happened on the inside of me after that and um, it took years for me to pick myself back up again to gain that internal strength for myself as an individual. Those of you women listening who have experienced that type of heartbreak, you know what I'm talking about. It's that type of heartbreak that you don't think you can recover from and you make terrible choices thereafter trying to cope with the pain. And that's kind of what happened with myself. So here I am, single mom, and decided to move back to my hometown, which was uh, Springfield, Illinois. And be closer to my siblings so I could have support with raising my son since I knew I was going to be a single mom. I had this thing when I was uh, in this transition. I was dead set on I was not going to chase his father across the country and go try to be with him. And the reasoning for that was, and, and I got a lot of backlash for that from old childhood friends and even some family that was like, oh, you need to go move down there and be with him and follow him and blah, blah, blah. And I was really set on, no, if he wanted us to come with him, he would have sent for us. And if he wants us to be down there with him, he will send for us. And I, I just, that's how I believed. I kind of was old school in that way where I felt like I'm not going to chase after a man, you know? And that never happened and I think somewhere inside I just got tired of waiting I don't even know if I ever really necessarily waited I think I kind of just kept going and picked up the pieces and it's like all right we still got to do life you know and when I decided to move back to Springfield is when I really which I hadn't been there since I was probably 16 or 17 years old so that was devastating in itself for me but that's when it really settled in that I was a single mom for me uh, returning back to my hometown with this with this child um, and no father around clear across the country so that was something I had to deal with being asked a lot of questions and a lot of probing by my peers and family members and uh, it got tiresome at times because 
I had this really strong belief when it came to my values, even though at times I got myself in some situations that were reflective of that. Deep to my core, I had this belief that whoever I was meant to be with would not leave me, and if they really wanted to be with me, they'd be with me. I just felt that to my core, so I just never chased them. And that was the start to a tumultuous um, parenting relationship between us because I was so devastated and so heartbroken by him leaving me um, with his son to raise by myself. And then he quickly moved on and uh, met his now wife. And I was just devastated. I just felt like salt was thrown on my wound. And I'll tell y'all, I'm just going to keep it real. Uh, as the title reflects, I was bitter as hell. Bitter with a capital B and all the other letters capital as well. I was a bitter single mother. And I struggled for years to get along with this man. And it wasn't just me. Um, you know, he wasn't very respectful at times the way he spoke to me. And then we went through a period of time where I wouldn't even talk to him. I would just hand Amari the phone when he called to talk to him. Um, there was a lot of inconsistencies on his part where, um, there, I remember there was a time where more than a year had passed since he had seen him and um, conversations on the phone weren't consistent and then child support, that was a whole other thing. And I'm trying not to divulge too much details because that's not the space we're in now, but I just want to paint the picture for you all to get an understanding of how chaotic it was for me. You know, I'm sitting here trying to manage life with this boy that I'm raising with um, my own resources, you know. There were times where his dad paid child support, he financially helped, and then there was times where I didn't receive anything for a very long time, and the child support um, payments were past due, and he had an arrears with the state and all of that jazz, and so it was just a very tumultuous time, and that just added on to the layers of bitterness, you know. It was like, it's bad enough that you broke up with me, right? And then it's bad enough that you left me to raise this boy by myself and give me less than 24 hours notice that you were moving clear across the country. And then you add another layer. You done moved on with somebody else and then add another layer on. You're not financially helping and add another layer on. You're not being consistent with when you see him and how much time you spend with him and so... I just had layers upon layers of bitterness on the inside of me when it came to my son's father. And um, to be honest, I don't even know if he was being consistent, he was helping consistently financially and being a moral support and all that consistently. I still don't know if I would have saw him any differently because I was so dang on bitter inside. I'm just being honest, you guys. Uh, I was scorned. I was bitter. I... It just took so much in me to get past that. What really helped me to move past that and heal was when I started my own healing journey that I share frequently with you all on all of my platforms here on the Grow Through It podcast and 
in my book, Unclothed, Memoir of a Naked Soul, in my blog on www.cassandraaustin.com, on my social media platforms. I mean, I'm very transparent with my journey. And when I started my healing journey, and as I started healing various layers in other parts of my life, when I got to this layer of my son's father, I got to a place where I was like, you know what, I need to heal because how dare I be bitter against this man? And I was bitter against men in general. I was extremely bitter. And I said, how can I be raising this young boy and I'm bitter against men? He's going to be a man one day, you know? So I kind of checked myself and did the work to heal. It was not an easy process, but it was a worth it process, very worth it. And I think that's what ultimately led to us being able to have this respectful co-parenting relationship that we now have. Um, I remember when I really started to realize that I was forgiving and letting go and trying to move forward with actually having a co-parenting relationship because the conversations that I would have with the son's father where I just want to talk about raising our child I just want to talk about that like in the past I might have been griping to him about how he left me for his now wife or um, you know I me and her never got along it was just terrible it was a mess it was just terrible and I just got to a place where I just wanted us to get along for the sake of our child. And I truly, genuinely meant that. And I remember when I wrote out this prayer. I wrote out this prayer asking God to allow my son's father to be consistent, to be supportive, to help. I asked for us to have a healthy, respectful co-parenting relationship. And I just wrote this, this prayer out. And... I remember the time when I wrote this prayer out was after me and his dad had this really bad falling out on the phone where um, I was upset because he had been paying child support consistently and I was kind of calling him out on that and then he got ticked off at me about that and was being disrespectful and cussing and all that crazy stuff and I was just tired of going back and forth with him and I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this up with God and I'm going to write a prayer because that's the only thing, God's the only one that can fix this thing because my human self just wants to cuss him back out and that's not going to solve anything. So I wrote this prayer out and you guys, I'll be gosh darn if that prayer has been answered. Um, we get along now, we respect each other, he has uh, been he started being financially supportive consistently, getting Amari consistently. Um, and we're actually in a different state now where he's more involved with now Amari spends more time down with him. And it's just, it's just amazing how life can unfold when you are open to it and you just allow yourself an opportunity to forgive and let go.
And as I said in the last chapter of my book, Unclothed, Let Go and Let God. And it's interesting because when I met my husband um, during our dating phase is around the time that me and my son's father started to have a better co-parenting relationship. As me and my husband got more serious in our dating, it seemed like uh, he really started stepping up and just doing more and being more for my son. Um, I'm referencing my son's dad here, stepping up. And it was just, I don't know, it was just, I don't know if it was just the timing, you know, God sent this, my, my husband into my life, and at the same time, my son, um, gets to have a better relationship with his dad and spend more time with him and all that and it just the timing of it all was impeccable and now we're to the point where I've actually uh, last year made the hardest decision of my life where I allowed my son to try high school with his dad and go stay with his dad for the high school year and that was the hardest decision that I ever made because it has it had only been just me and my son for so long. Despite the fact I had been in and out of different relationships in the past, but it's 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 been me and my son. It had been just me and my son, and it was such a tough decision. It took a lot of letting go, a lot of surrendering, but my son wanted to go his dad wanted him and I felt what a perfect opportunity of redemption where my son has this opportunity to spend more time with his dad get some of his male father influence and his dad can kind of get redeemed with time for the lost time of not being there like he probably could have and so it was tough, it was hard. Um, I had to put a lot of me to the side and think about my son first, and that wasn't easy, but it's been worth it, you know, and the timing has been amazing. It's been crazy. The timing is always crazy because um, me and my husband ended up getting married and we're starting our lives together. Um, my son is growing up. He's actually about to be a junior now, and I'm, I've just spent this entire weekend, I've just spent a long weekend with my son, and I've just been reflecting, having flashbacks all weekend about our lives, and thinking about when we lived in southern Illinois, where I went to college, and what life was like there, and then when we moved up to Springfield, and how things were, and how our lives were. It's just amazing how things work out. There's a scripture that says all things work out for the good of those who love God. And I truly believe that. I believe that with all my heart, that all things do always work out for our good. Even when it doesn't look like it will. Even when it doesn't feel good. Even when it looks hopeless. Even when you feel helpless. I just believe everything always works out. At least that's how my life has been. You know, I went from being this bitter single mom who couldn't stand my son's dad because I felt like he just ripped my heart out and tore it to pieces and 
couldn't stand his wife. I thought she was a homewrecker. You know, all that stuff that goes with it. Now, I can be cordial with the both of them and have respect for them. And now we have a respectful, healthy co-parenting relationship. And it's just amazing. You know, I couldn't even have predicted this myself. You know, I prayed for it. I asked for it. But I couldn't have thought of this myself, you know. And this goes back into my belief and my faith. And it's just another example of how my faith has carried me through on my journey. And being able to have faith in a power higher than myself. Knowing that all things always work out for my good and that God is always behind the scenes orchestrating pulling all the pieces together so I just wanted to share that with you all and especially for those of you who are mothers um, specifically single mothers if you I don't know what your circumstances are you know uh, I don't know if it's even a possibility for your child or children's other parent to have any involvement in your child's life but if the possibility exists I want to encourage you to write out a prayer of your desires and trust God because that's exactly what I did and that prayer has been answered and I'm just grateful because you know somewhere inside of me I wanted what was best for my son I, I took myself out of it and I made it about my son. And I think that is what parenting is all about, is doing what is best for your child. And what was best for my child was for me to heal my heart, heal the heartbreak, get over it, get over the bitterness, and move on so that my son could see what it looks like for two parents to get along, love him, support him, and raise him that they don't necessarily have to be together to do that, but that they can still do that in a healthy, respectful way. So I'm grateful that we're able to do that now. Uh, it has been a long road, a long journey to get there, over a decade, I'd say. But here we are, we're doing it. And before we know it, I was actually just thinking like, man, we're gonna have to start planning this high school graduation party before we know it, you know, and then, Life goes on after that, you know. Um, but I just wanted to share that with you all. I know what it's like to have your heart broken by the person that you thought you would spend your life with and you had a child with, and it doesn't work out. But I'm going to tell you, it is worth getting over it and healing from it and moving on from it. Because when you allow that bitterness to take root, it will poison your life. I have more to share about how that bitterness poisoned my life. And I'll share that in another episode. But it almost destroyed me. It almost took my life out. And it's not worth it. So if you are listening to this and you're still struggling with getting over a heartbreak, Take this as your sign that it's time. It's time for you to heal. Take the lessons learned from that experience. Apply them to your life and move on. 
and trust and believe that all things are working together for your good. Talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave your review for the podcast. To learn more, go to www.cassandraaustin.com.